When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Weirdest Wednesday. Uh, it's the strangest hump day we've ever had on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, we thank you for walking along with us through this week um, as we uh, walk alongside everybody who is experiencing um, kind of the events of the last week and a half now. That would um, be all of us. That would be all of us, right? Yes. Um, We are just sort of kind of tiptoeing our way into back to kind of our regular, and I'm putting that in very loose quotes, programming on My Talk 1071. But we thank you for continuing to kind of, you know, wade through this with us Mm -hmm. um, as we all get really comfortable being really uncomfortable. And I think it's really important to remember that 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 discomfort is there to to teach us something. And one person who is uh, in a pretty uncomfortable position. And I don't know if we can say one way or another whether or not she's learning from it is Leah Michelle. Well, she wants you to think she's learning from it because oh. she's now apologized for her behavior yeah. that was brought up yesterday. Well, it wasn't brought up yesterday, but we talked about it yesterday on the show. So getting people up to speed, the behavior specifically we're referring to is Bradley. Um, well, Samantha Ware uh, made some accusations against Leah Michelle, and she's not the first to do this, but she really took it public um, and sp- spoke out against uh, Michelle's alleged racist behavior. I mean, um, I think it's safe to say racist behavior now that she's apologized for it. Um, but anyway, uh, what we talked about yesterday was the tweet in particular from uh, Michelle Ware, LMA. L-M-A-O. Remember when, just for some uh, context, Leah Michelle had tweeted something out about the the, um, tragedy of George Floyd. And Mm -hmm. in response, Michelle said, L-M-A-O, remember when you made my first television gig a a living hell? Because I'll never forget it. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would bleep in my wig, Mm -hmm. amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. Mm Mm-hmm. And the bleeping that she was saying she would do in her wig is the kind of bleeping that we usually do in a toilet. I just want to be really clear about what the Poop bleep in that my is. wig. Not yeah, metaphorical. No. no, not at all. So um, that that really lit a fire under Leah Michelle in terms of calling her out for some behavior that prior to this point had apparently been left. Um, you know, unsaid. Although I will say that criticisms against Leah Michelle have been out there. People oh, yeah. talking about how she was not easy to work with. This is not new. But her this- other co-star from Glee, Naya Rivera, they had a very public um, schism 
uh, where Naya Rivera was not did not mince words about how she had felt treated by yeah. Leah Michelle. So this is not an allegation that has not been spoken about the kind of person Leah Michelle is to work with. And um, that led to yesterday, and Holly tipped us off to the fact that HelloFresh decided to end their relationship with Leah Michelle. It's just so bizarre. Goodbye. Like, HelloFresh is hello not so fresh yeah. for Leah Michelle. Mm-hmm. Based on, um, you know, based on the uh, allegations um, made by Samantha Ware, which of course, of course, uh, when a ce- celebrity loses endorsements, you're probably going to start to see an apology show up. And that's exactly what happened, which is where we find ourselves today. An apology that is by Leah Michelle herself. Okay. Would you like to hear the apology? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is two loose quotes. paragraphs. Loose and quotes. I... How do we, you know what, we got to talk about this before we get into it. How do we want to do this? Do we want to read the entirety and then go back and nitpick? Or shall we nitpick as we yeah, go? No, because um, as I was reading through this, I think there is... A place where we should full stop? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So just start and okay. we'll stop. And we'll get there. Because yeah. I think I know where that is. Okay. Okay, so it starts uh, like this. Again, this is Leah Michelle's statement of apology after the allegations of uh, Samantha Ware, one of her former co-stars in Glee. Did I say Michelle Ware, by the way? It's fine. There's a lot of Samantha Ware. You first names in, in the mix. Okay. <laughs> one of the most important lessons of the last few weeks is that we need to take the time to listen and learn about other people's perspectives and any role we have played or anything we can do to help address the injustices that they face. When I tweeted the other day, it was meant to be a show of support for our friends and neighbors and communities of color during this really difficult time. But the responses I received to what I posted have made me also focus specifically on how my own behavior towards fellow cast members was perceived by them. Okay, so I'm almost I'm almost fine with right. most of that. Right. Like, like there's you're a like, l- okay. little bit at the end where I'm starting to to smell a weasel, uh-huh. but well, wait, the weasel's right here. Yeah, no, I know the weasel. <laughs> We're about to get to the weasel, but I just wanted to say like up to that point I'm almost in right. with that as an apology like so I far, meant so to good. do this, but I realize I maybe should look at myself. Continue. Yeah. So I'm with you too, Bradley. I up to that point was like, okay, okay. And then here we go. While I don't remember ever making this specific statement and I have never judged others by their background or color of their skin, that's not really the point. So that says Girl, I'm not before I'm going to say I'm responsible. I'm, t- I'm literally saying don't hold me responsible. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I have never judged others by their background or color of their skin. That's not really the point. Actually, Actually honey, that is, that is exactly the point. The point. <laughs> that is the point. Of all, that well, is the beginning of the point. The point is it, that's actually a fallacy because if you were being rather reflective and any white person should be so um, in this moment, you to say that you've never judged others by the back by their background or color of their skin is something you can't attest to in all fairness and no. honesty if you're truly looking inside of yourself because we all judge people. That is not to say it's an excuse or a, that is not to uh, excuse that away. It's just because of where we are in our position in society that we have and we mm-hmm. may not overtly think it that way. It may I'm, not have been conscious. Yes. 
So to just say that off the top shows a lack of understanding, mm-hmm. which means that I'm probably going to start to take issue with some of the other words that are coming out of your mouth. Continue. Would you like to hear them? Yes. Okay. What matters is that I clearly acted in ways which hurt other people. By the way, we are reading Michelle, uh, Leah Michelle's statement uh, following some allegations by a former cast member on Glee, Samantha Ware, about her behavior, including bleeping in her wig. <laughs> wig. Okay. What matters is that I clearly acted in ways which hurt other people, whether it was my privileged position and perspective that caused me to be perceived as insensitive. Eh, I know. Warning. Warning. Caused me to be perceived. That puts the onus on you. You made the mistake. I didn't. As insensitive or inappropriate at times, or whether it was just my immaturity and me just being unnecessarily difficult. Eh, Warning. Warning. Excusing old behavior because I was young. Okay, but now that she's done all the excusing, Bradley, now it's the coast is clear for her to say, I apologize for my behavior. Oh. And for any pain which I've caused. Oh. After I've excused all of that, not owned a thing. Mm -hmm. We all can grow and change, and I'm definitely... (laughs) We all can. No, 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 no. We're We're talking about you. So now she's trying to say we're all racists. So we can. Now I will preach to all of you. Yeah. No, no, no. We're still just. We're still focusing on Leah. Yeah. Okay. We all can grow and change. (laughs) And I have definitely used this past several months to reflect on my own Uh, short. I don't think you have. What and how? What is that? That's not real. No. You you've reflected for the what? That's a very passive also, the past several months, when did that start for you? Yeah. Coronavirus? Um, I am a couple of months from becoming a mother. Uh, no, no. Now she's oh. throwing the mother card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the baby's going to be part of the story. And I know I need to keep working to better myself and take responsibility for my actions so that I can be a real role model for my child. And so I can pass along my lessons and mistakes so that they can learn for me, I listened to these criticisms and I am learning. And while I'm very sorry, I will be better in the future from this experience. I mean, that's that's fine. Uh, I mean, again, it, my my acceptance or disapproval of her apology is totally irrelevant mm-hmm. because the person who should respond to this apology first and foremost and whose opinion matters mm-hmm. is nobody listening to this right now unless Samantha Ware. Mm-hmm is listening and or the other cast members, the black cast members, the persons of color that she worked with. Mm -hmm. If they would like to accept that apology, by all means. Mm -hmm. But I just think in terms of what we do, because what do we do on a regular basis? We go deep in the shallow. Yes, we go deep in the shallow and we judge celebrity apologies all the time Mm -hmm. because they're constantly happening. Not very good at them. No, some, I mean, that is just, it's the height of saying nothing no that was a lot of words that said i'm sorry not sorry yeah because yeah. you know here this is another really telling thing it is incredibly telling that a lot of the other cast members from glee and other projects that leah michelle have has worked on have come in support of uh sammy Ware. yeah that is very that tells you what you need to know that tells you a lot about what you need to know about the character of leah michelle now here's here's what i can also say Mm -hmm. which is she might just be uh, a not nice person right i'm saying reality is it's probably that's not the case but what i'm saying is it 
Leah Michelle, you, are, you mean? I don't know what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is Leah Michelle is allowed to be yes. just a garden variety bad Rude person human. to work with. Yep. That's not what we're talking about because there are a lot of people who, now I don't even want to say a bad person to work with. There are people that are hard to get along with. That doesn't mean they're bad people. That just means that they may rub people the wrong way and that there could be a number of actual legitimate reasons why. Right. But this is a very specific thing. And if she tries to play this off as like, I know I can be hard to work with and I'm learning and growing. No, we're talking about racism. Mm-hmm. This is your moment as a white person to you know, account and show and grow and words, I would imagine, again, I'm not a person who is, you know, I'm not like Leah, uh, Leah doesn't need my absolution, Mm -hmm. but I would imagine that the best thing she could do right now is say less and do more. I'm going to go ahead and tease that out to the majority. And this includes myself. Uh, of white people who are talking yeah. a lot right yeah. now, right? Uh-huh, absolutely, and I'm myself included. Myself in that. You, I mean, you know, what? yes. There you go. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Hi. What's up? Can you hear me? Yes. Can Can you you hear us? I can't hear Colleen. Okay, so that's a thing. Don't worry about it, Bradley. You just talked to a little bit of a weird echo, so I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine, Bradley. Yep, but then I hear myself a couple different ways. Okay, so (laughs) let's try. You tell me what you'd like me to do, because I can share stories, or I can just pause. Um, go ahead and tell the guys. stories. I don't know what you and, go ahead and tell the and stories. Then, if you're fine listening to me, I am totally fine. Okay, yes. then you go ahead and tell the stories. And then stories. Colleen can just she'll comment. I'll just eat okay. lunch. She'll eat, she'll eat lunch in the background. <laughs> Sorry, Colleen. Okay, well, then we'll get it fixed. I'm sure yeah. we'll get all things settled. I haven't been here for a couple of days, so I've missed you guys. Um, We've missed you. I want to tell you a few dirt alert stories that are going on right now. Um, Ashton Kutcher is making headlines today. Mm. He posted a video on Instagram explaining why saying all lives matter misses the point. True. You're just missing the point. And, and here was one thing that he said. Um, I don't think the people that are posting all lives matter should be canceled. I think they should be educated. He told this to his millions of social media followers, and he got really teared up, tearing up and talking about um, the discussions that he's had in his family in terms of just inequality for women. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I think when it comes to Black Lives Matter, what folks are writing All Lives Matter need to understand is that for some people, Black Lives don't matter at all. So yeah. for us, Black Lives Matter. And I think, you know, I think there's space for... there. Here's the thing I think sometimes... Um, I forget, I can own my own part in this, that I forget sometimes that um, there are different conversations that need to be had by different people at different times. Mm-hmm. And because of the, the way social media works, sometimes I come into other people's conversations and I, uh, Colleen, you said this um, as you take a big bite. Oh, you said this so um, at, uh, at the beginning of the show, like sometimes we just need to listen. And right now, I think we need to do a lot of listening. So um, I, I think the more listening people do, the better. And I think that if Ashton Kutcher is speaking a truth to somebody and they hear something in a way that helps them, you know, move forward. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. No, not a bad thing at all. Leah Michelle is uh, breaking her silence after being accused of making life hell on the set of Glee. Mm-hmm. Boy, she, Bradley. She threatened to doo-doo in that lady's wig. I mean, what in the world? Who threatens to do that? Why? Not me. Well, I prob- um, to be fair, I probably have said something. <laughs> well, here's... Um, What Leah Michelle said, one of the most important lessons of the last few weeks is that we need to take the time to listen and learn about other people's perspectives and any role we have played or anything we can do to help address the injustices that they face. So she tweeted in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. And then what happened was Samantha Marie Ware, who was on Glee with her, who is a black actress, essentially said, what are you doing? You were awful to mm-hmm. me in all caps. I mean, Samantha went all caps, which means she means business. And she said, remember when you made my first television gig a living hell? Cause I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would poo in my wig amongst <laughs> other traumatic. Just hearing Elizabeth Reese television news professional say poo in my wig poo has my made wig. my morning. You can isolate that um, amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. And then what happened was, you know, it doesn't seem like uh, Samantha was the only one who Leah Michelle was awful to Mm-mm. on the set of Glee nope. because people started piping up one after another after another. Tells you a lot, doesn't it? Telling their own stories and just commenting um Amber Riley, who was on Glee, who starred as Mercedes Jones on all six seasons, just posted three images of herself, including one of her sipping tea that was like, hmm, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, this this is another thing, too, that I think is a moment for um, several uh, white people in the audience, if not all of us. This is not a moment to check a box. And I think the thing that probably, well, I'm not going to speak for the thing I can imagine really ticking some people off yeah. is... If you know a person and they have behaved a certain way to then show up and act as though they're checking a box to say, I don't know, I'm not racist or I support this, um, you know, this particular moment that that's just going to that hypocrisy is really going to rub people the wrong way. So I, I think it's important for us all to remember that. And I don't even think with the Leah Michelle situation that it was necessarily only geared toward her black co-stars. I think it was just geared towards everybody. Yeah. Um, and that was a very diverse cast. Yep. So it's sort of like she just spewed her wrath to everyone yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. So she apologized um, for any hurt that she caused 
which I always think is a little bit like, okay, let's make sure, let's just rephrase the apology a little bit. How about not for any hurt that I caused? How about for the hurt that I caused? The specific hurt. The hurt that I caused. Not like, if you felt hurt... If, if you were offended you were for offended. any possible offenses, Halloween for any hurt. Is, Halloween. Colleen is uh, snapping for you right Thank now. Thank you, Colleen. <laughs> Just to say for the hurt. I apologize for the hurt. That way you're acknowledging mm-hmm. the validity of the other person's feeling. Short, sweet, hurt. direct, to the point. Specific examples, thank you, mm-hmm. and then shut up and listen. And move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of divorce uh, stories to tell you about quickly. Julianne Huff is a deeply different person than she was when she married her ex, Brooks Like. They're hoping to move forward as deeply loving friends forever who will always be supportive and encouraging of one really? another. What do you think about that, Elizabeth? Three years, that's a total sham. Okay. Three years of oh, marriage and moving on. Well, when you always say, people always say, like, we're going to be best friends. We're still best then friends. And why aren't you still together? I and I said that, too. I remember a breakup being like, we'll just, we'll be friends forever. And then you hit a point where you're like, yeah, no. I don't need to be friends with this person. We'll what be am I doing? You. And Sean Hannity and his wife divorcing after 20 years. Whoa. Colleen, I'm sorry I didn't get to hear your voice, but I heard myself twice. So it was not, <laughs> She's bad enjoying it was lunch. not as good as normal. Thanks, guys. We love hearing your voice, however it sounds, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. You can catch Elizabeth Reese and Colleen, you want to take over? Yeah, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071 after this. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right and win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, let's play that 30-second pop culture challenge. Okay. 30-second pop culture challenge. The phone today, Kelly. I don't know who's on the phone, Holly. It's Molly. We've got Molly on the line, and what is Molly playing for? Molly is playing for one of these. A My Talk 1071 t shirt. Molly, you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? Hey, Molly, you ready? Yes, I am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who played Captain Kirk in the original Star Wars TV show? Trek. Sorry. <laughs> what did I oh say? No, I wrote it wrong. That's his name. Oh, oh, Will, William. Yep, that's fine. Prince Philip is the husband of which British royal? Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Keenan Ivory Wayans created and co-starred in what 90s sketch comedy series? Uh, Keenan and Cal. Nope. Oh, uh, oh. 90s. 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 <laughs> Who wrote and sang the theme song for the movie Nine to Five? A Dolly Parton. The Child is a character. Oh, oh God, no. honey, I'm so, I'm so sorry, sorry, Molly. Molly, you did not win the 30 second pop culture challenge, and thus you did not win. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Because I think I was not conscious when I read the question. No, what did I say? You were, you were. What did I say though? No, you read it correctly. As Star Wreck. No, I changed that. <laughs> Because right now it's written Star Wreck. Star Wreck. Well, I mean, that's the story of my life. I mean, right that now. is basically the what show. What did you? Was it Star right Wars? I wrote Star Wars. Oh, okay. But I meant Star Trek. <laughs> and I love that I just read it like you know, no. Captain Kirk. No big deal. 
Star Wars. Yeah, it's the same thing. But that's how I wrote it. And then I only realized it when you started writing it, that I wrote it incorrectly, and I knew you were going to read Star Wars, and I wanted to change it before you read it. I know. I so by the no minute time. I did, it said Wreck, and I'm looking, wait, did I say Star Wreck? Star Wreck. All right, well, let's go back and answer those questions that Molly didn't get correct. Uh, Bradley? Keenan Ivory Wayans created and co-starred in what 90s sketch comedy series? In living color. I like that you read what was written. Siri. <laughs> uh, I'm trying, okay. guys. No, you I know, did no, a great we're job. All, the child is a character. It's all fun. The child, in quotes, is a character on what Disney Plus show? The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Other known, otherwise known as Baby Yoda. Uh, all right. Now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Items that we did terribly Blinded. yesterday. Oh, we were a little rusty. That yesterday. muscle, gotta flex that muscle. It's okay. We have to flex the celebrity gossip mystery muscles. Here are some blind items for today. Our first one. Of course, the A-list actor who is best friends with the worst casting couch director of all time has no problems endorsing the child molesting director. Ooh. Ew. Oh, that's um, what's his name with his podcast and his wife uh, Alec Baldwin. And Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. Good job, trainer. I just, just because I saw that story yesterday and I was a, a pooled. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's uh, fill in that blank. So, of course, Alec Baldwin, who is best friends, I believe the director that Enti Lawyer is referring to is, I can't remember his name. It's James, but he's not a household name. Anyways, he's a nasty, nasty person. Of course, Alec Baldwin has no problems endorsing Woody Allen on his podcast. Yeah, and what was interesting was the little piece that I read indicated that he his response was to a criticism about putting his podcast up on Blackout Tuesday, and he said something about not being... Uh, or not listening to political correctness or something. I thought that was weird. I was like, well, wait, but but what if it was like Wednesday? Are you still fine with like the Woody Allen interview? Because a lot of people seem to be embracing him right now. And I think that the majority of the problems people have are people giving Woody Allen this platform uh, at a moment when they're not confident that his voice really needs to be heard. Right. Here's what uh, Alec Baldwin explaining himself. He said, in the course of this podcast, we, which is his podcast that he has, uh, he says, in the course, we've also often booked guests that have either requested or required a specific posting date in order to m- promote a project. We make every effort to honor those requests. Alan is no exception. But the book came out like over a month ago. I added that. Yeah, so it just seemed like insult <laughs> to injury, edition. right? I just... Yeah, I... There's people we can do better. Everybody you can do. We can all do better. He said the professional lives of some people cannot be put on hold at the whims of political correctness. That was Alec Baldwin's okay, quote from his well, Instagram page. I think page. that's probably the problem with, with, with the world and how we find mm-hmm. ourselves right now. Yeah, I don't really know. His perception, his perception of, um, of the situation seems to tell uh, a tale. But that said, in addition to that problematic response, again, this sort of um, rehabilitation of Woody Allen by certain people 
in the media is, and it's just, I think with Alec Baldwin, it's not surprising insofar as at least his tone is not surprising because he's just always been sort of combative and willing to, you know. That is a personality, isn't it? Yeah. The person that wants to dig their heels in so far um, that they're not willing to take the temperature of the rest of the world. And here's my like hot tip, hot take, if you will. <laughs> I'd if rather the, you hot if, take. If the majority of the world is having a certain conversation and you're choosing to opt out of it, th- that is being tone deaf. And there's a reason why everybody else is talking in a certain way, right? So like... At the very least, it belies any notion that you're a civil human yeah, being. Exactly. And, and that like, it, you know, you just like to be cantankerous and that's certainly alec baldwin so in in uh as much as he's playing to form you know that's Mm -hmm. sure that's alec baldwin Mm -hmm. but it's still a d-bag move (sighs) next yes our next celebrity gossip mystery to solve let's do this one i don't think she would leave because she enjoys the lifestyle But things have not been going well in the fairly new marriage between the former reality star turned B-plus-list actress and her celebrity husband. Now, this has been confirmed. I don't think she would leave because she enjoys the lifestyle. Um, Former reality star turned B-plus-list actor and her actress... And her celebrity husband. Yes. So her husband is a celebrity not because he's an actress. Or an actor. Actor. That's what I meant. <laughs> I don't know how he identifies. You know but. what I mean. This person does not act at all. Okay. They so. are in another realm of the world of entertainment. Okay. Mm. Which would mean not politics. Not politics. Like t- TV personality? Not quite, no. Uh, okay. Radio? No. Oh. I know. I love that we're trying to guess his profession if you find her you will find him, him. so focus right. on her now she was a reality star because she starred in a reality competition series not necessarily that she was a featured player on a reality television show was it a singing competition series yes is it Catherine mcphee yes oh who's her husband uh david from the music industry mm-hmm. so i nt lawyer don't think Catherine McPhee would leave because Catherine enjoys the lifestyle. Mm. But things have not been going well in the fairly new marriage between Catherine McPhee and David Foster. I mean, <sighs> I don't want to say I told you so. So obvious. But I told you so. <laughs> yeah, I think I you mean, just told us was, so. I think we did. Do we? Let's, yeah, let's do one more, please. We got yeah, time. We, yeah, we have time. One more, one more. Okay. We're less rusty today. This is true. Yeah. Alina Bradley, 100% less rusty. <laughs> Try this one on for size. This B-list celebrity offspring of at least one permanent A-lister told a friend this week that the offspring's parents would have oh. a three... Mm-hmm. Three... Mm-hmm. Some? Mm-hmm. A threesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll do it. A threesome. Three some. <laughs> four or three or four times a week, and it was super awkward to have breakfast oh. with a complete stranger that often. Is that... Um... Demi Moore and Bruce Willis? Mm, could be. Some people said yes. That the that the child, the B-minus celebrity offspring would be rumor. Uh, yeah. Rumor okay. Now there's another. Who has the details on uh, their parents' orgy? Well, now there's rumor. an... <laughs> <laughs> now there's another 
celebrity mm. couple who could also be the subject of this blind item. It's there. Um, Chet Hanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't. Thank God. <sighs> He's not a B minus list celebrity offspring anyway. Yeah, but his son, his brother Colin Hanks is. Oh. But that story, no. Ew. We're just going to say no to that no, story. We can't. Go I can't there. live in that world. Okay. Uh, I will say that the B minus list celebrity offspring is a model. Hiya Gerber. Oh. Yeah. So she's saying. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There, the so Randy that? Gerber well, yeah. and uh, Cindy Crawford, Crawford mm-hmm. were having some extra people in the bedroom. Three or four times was, a week. Turns that's out he lot. was a Randy Gerber. That's I don't understand people. Three times a week. You guys, that's a lot of work. Oy. Somebody's so t- somebody's on a supplement because that is not normal. Getting two people in a bedroom to do the stuff three to four times a week. She uh, must be taking them Suzanne Summers pills, the, okay. and he's taking that Viagra. Well, I mean, they both Suzanne Summers and Cindy Crawford both live in Malibu, so mm. oh god, what if they had tips. a threesome with Suzanne oh, Summers? Ish. Wait, 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 wait. Please write that blind item. All right. When we come back, <laughs> thank you for those blind items, Holly. Better job today, Bradley. Oh, yeah, when we I come back we on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you guys, what the Sheraton Hotel in Minneapolis in Midtown is uh, doing is nothing short of um, beautiful and amazing uh, for people in that community. And we're going to tell you what it is. You're not going to want to miss this story after this on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, and, you know, I heard about this actually from our friend Carla, who is at uh, the Midtown Exchange Building. She lives in one of the condominiums in the Midtown Exchange Building. She's um, over on Chicago, on Chicago and Lake. Lake. Yep. Um, and she told, she said, hey, did you hear what's going on at the former Sheridan property? And I said, nope, I did not know about this. And that's why we feel like we want to share this with you, because this is one of those stories that is emerging out of the uh, civil unrest here in the Twin Cities that um, is a kind of just a beautiful story of people helping people. And just a, a heads up, because listeners might um, remember this connection. So the guy who's been doing the reporting on this story, oh, in yeah. large part, is Max Nesterak. And we talked to him on... A day. Friday? Monday? Mm, one of the days. One of the days about... Um, 
about the reporting that he's been doing. I'm sorry. I just literally had a brain fart and I forgot um, all of the myriad of things that we've talked to people about. But Max has been on the ground Mm -hmm. um, for the Minnesota Reformer, um, which is a local news outlet talking about um, everything from the riots to and his usual beat, I think, is homelessness and um, housing. Well, then this is right up his exactly so his alley, so to speak. So um, one of the things that we sort of touched on was that the area of Minneapolis where kind of I would say is the hot spot for for all of the um, the uh, looting and rioting that occurred really kind of came to a serious head um, this weekend. Um, it, it is in an area where there are varying levels of economic stability and a lot of people experiencing homelessness. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, um, there were people that had to evacuate buildings where they were in temporary housing Mm -hmm. um, due to kind of the, the acts that were taking place around them, the fires, the buildings being burned down, et cetera. Well, the, the Sheridan hotel, which kind of sits between the Abbott Northwestern Hospital and Children's Hospital campus and the Midtown Exchange building. There's a, a, a hotel that was built there really to help kind of serve the hospital yeah. uh, in, 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 in for, most, for the most part. Well, that has sort of, it, went, it was being sold or it was, they had evacuated it. They had shut down the Sheraton that was there and it was kind of in this in-between space. And um, people from the community uh, called the owners and said, hey, listen, we need a place. And this is open. We're going to stay there. And the current owners of the building were like, okay. And so now it has become a community for people who have been experiencing homelessness that have been displaced by all of the activity in that in that area. And there's some really beautiful things coming out of it, Bradley, right? And, yeah. And also, I mean, you have to remember that there's a curfew in effect, which oh, yeah. means that, you know, there's uh, a level of homelessness 365 days a year in the city of Minneapolis and beyond, of course, but specifically in Minneapolis. And if there's a curfew, um, you know, people run the risk of being arrested simply for being homeless. Now, I do believe that homeless individuals were technically exempted from the curfew mm-hmm. or homelessness was a... It's just an odd world we find ourselves in when right. you have to make those kinds of distinctions. But still, you know, the last thing in this moment that um, people need to be is without a home exactly. or without a roof over their head. And so um, they just happened. These volunteers happen to be in the right place at the right time. And the owners, I really want to know more about the owners. And in this mm-hmm. piece that Max did, they reached out but haven't heard back. I really want to hear this story because... By no means did they have any obligation to essentially turn over this hotel to be run. And it sounds like it's effectively being run like a hotel for these uh, individuals without housing. And what's what's interesting is the current or the owners um, have been working along with the volunteers and the people who are now being sheltered at this former Sheraton location to learn how to operate the building. Because when you really, I mean, consider the fact that like none of us, I wouldn't know how to go into a multi-unit building and know how to run any of it, right? Like even just the systems that heat and cool the place, right? Mm -hmm. So they're working, the owners of the building are working together with the people who are 
living there right now to know how to run the building. They're taking, you know, they're they're really taking everybody's sort of taking a piece of the management of the building um, on so that they can live safely right now. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing short of amazing. And I'll tell you, one of the things I heard from our friend Carla over who lives in the Midtown Exchange building she said, you know, people are getting together um, in the Midtown Exchange building to figure out how to bring hot meals to the people who are currently sheltering at this former Sheraton location. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just these are the stories that sort of bubble up where you really see the best of of the city. Well, um, and it does defy the, you know, the expectation, I think, probably a lot of people and not to be particularly, mm, you know, Anyway, I bet there are a lot of people who think like, you know, that's not possible to have Mm -hmm. a bunch of people work cooperatively together in this moment under crisis to, you know, help, um, you know, help prevent houselessness and um, in an active crisis. I just Mm -hmm. I imagine there are a lot of skeptical people that something like this could actually be pulled off. It's nice to see that it's actually being pulled off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we'll learn more about that in the coming days because it just is a beautiful story that keeps on being told. When we come back, we want to amplify your organization. We've done this the last couple days. If there's an organization that needs the help of the public, give us a call. 651-641-1071. We want to amplify you after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 